and good coffee, everybody. This is a special edition of Morning Coffee with Larry, where I am uh, blessed to have a guest with me, a good friend named Vina Sempery, and she is a specialist in caregiving from Toronto, Canada. And uh, I, have, I have had the pleasure of having conversation with her on a weekly basis for about seven years. And uh, it is great. This is the first time we've done something like this. But in a nutshell, uh, she is the, uh, uh, has a company providing support to caregivers called Caring for Caregiver. And she's also the author of a book called Caregiver Triumphant. So with that said, uh, welcome, Vina. Thank you, Larry. Thank you very much for your warm welcome. So uh, you, uh, you have been in Canada for how many years? Because this is not where you grew up. Not at all. Uh, this will be my uh, 53 years in Canada. And it's now my home. I love it. Uh, it's brought me a number of good things. So I'm just happy to be um, a citizen of Canada. Good, but you came from a warmer climate. I always pick on you because of how cold it'll be up there, but you started off warm. Where did you start off at? I was born in Trinidad in the Caribbean. Just a beautiful, warm, sunny island you know, great temperatures all around. Uh, but I decided I wanted to see a different way of life and immigrated to Canada in 1967. I love it. It's brought me a number of good opportunities and this is my home. Oh, very good. You, you, uh, you know, when we think about snowbirds uh, here in the United States, all the Canadian citizens go down to Florida and uh, you, you flip that coin upside down. You went from where everybody wants to go to where people try to escape. So I'm glad that you are enjoying it and because you don't get snow down in Trinidad, do you? Not at all. We just have two seasons, the rainy season and the dry season. Ah, all right. Well, why don't you uh, tell me a little bit about, we're going to do this in two parts. So why don't you tell me about your journey in becoming a caregiver and what that was like and how you wound up on this journey because it was not necessarily an expected journey, correct? That's absolutely true. And thank you for asking, Larry. Um, my journey as a caregiver started in 1992 when my husband was diagnosed with primary progressive multiple sclerosis. Um, my husband was working as a detective with Toronto Police Service and loved his job. And uh, on the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis, his world just shattered and Life, of course, has never been the same. Uh, however, um, I decided I wasn't this for the long haul and really had to learn as much as I can in order to keep my young family 
afloat, uh, which was basically uh, the, uh, their education was the primary purpose and also to care for my husband. So I had to learn on my own because back in the day, there wasn't a lot of information. Nobody knew really what caused multiple sclerosis or really how you should really maneuver through the journey. So um, I did the best I can. Until I got so burnt out, I needed help myself. Um, I reached out, joined the MS Society of Canada and started to attend meetings at a local chapter. Um, on attending the meetings, I realized there were a bunch of retired school teachers uh, who were so burnt out, overwhelmed, broken and sad dealing with the same issue of multiple sclerosis. And I think the saddest thing of all is that the spouses were not able to communicate and to really share what they were feeling and to understand what the spouses we were feeling. So it was a very difficult journey. As I attended those meetings, I realized these elderly seniors were suffering even worse than I was suffering. Mm. And that I had to do something not only for myself, but for uh, my colleagues as well. Over time, I developed some friendships and on my way home one night from the meeting, I decided I should really write a book, you know, so I can sort of release a lot of my emotions and help other caregivers that are in the same situation as I am. And um, I started to write and worked on my book from 2014, having revised it so many times. Uh, but what really the revisions did for me was help me to heal, to get rid of a lot of pent up emotions. I was able to write out my feelings, <clears throat> even though I decided I couldn't really publish what I really felt, what I really expressed uh, until I refined my print and was comfortable with the version that I printed, um, which I did in 2016. In June of 2016, I printed, I published my book, Caring for Caregiver, which has become <clears throat> a very valuable resource uh, with a number of places, a number of organizations, all kinds of help for people that are experiencing difficulties as they navigate their journey. And they have much more information now available through my book than I ever had when I first started. So um, 
I feel much better now that I have been able to express. Uh, I think a lot of healing has taken place with me. I am now able to turn around and help caregivers because I understand the journey. I am one of them. Um, I've been through the trenches and I know how difficult it is. So for me, I am really passionate in getting help to those that need it most because oftentimes caregivers don't even understand the help they need. They don't really realize how much help they need. They give to everyone and they are the last person. By the time they remember themselves, they are completely burnt out. So that's my inspiration. That's my motivation to reach out and to help caregivers who give so much and really neglect themselves in the process. That is quite a journey. That's quite a journey. And it's one that is, as you said, it's not just you have been on the journey. Uh, so many folks have been on it and continue on it. Uh, myself in, and my wife in the role of caregiver now for my elderly mother. Uh, there's things that you, uh, you do go through, you wrestle with, and you have to find some sort of peace and answer that works uh, because it's not just simply doing the tasks. It's, uh, there's a grieving process. There's, there's just so much to that to find your new normal, your new way of looking at life and living life. So uh, I'm glad that, you know, you are able to use your journey through that to help others get through their journey. You know, Larry, um... I think the people that really understand uh, the difficulties and the challenges that caregivers face are the people <clears throat> that are really going through or have gone through uh, the same things. I remember I was at work one morning and my telephone rang. And I picked up the phone, the receiver to answer, and I couldn't bring out the words to speak. I was under so much stress. I was so exhausted. Personally, I think I was on the verge of one of my lowest moments. So I immediately realized this is really serious. So I immediately went to see my family doctor and related to her what had happened. And without hesitation, after the visit, she just put me on immediate bed rest. I was that exhausted. And from that instance, I was off work for six months, recuperating and regaining my health and my strength. So 
you know, I speak from experience mm -hmm. because I've gone through it. Yeah. And I can safely tell you until people really do what we do as caregivers, they really don't get it. They don't understand the challenges. Uh, they just right. think, oh, you know, it will go away. But over time, it builds up and it can really incapacitate you. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing you know this part of your journey there's we could we could have uh probably a couple more hours uh going into your journey but uh what we'll do is we'll stop uh with this point with uh with the journey and uh in part two of our interview we're going to get into the messages that you have for caregivers to help them so we will stop for now and pick up in just a moment with our next uh, uh, part of the episode. <laughs> Thank you.